Welcome to Who We Lead, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a special holiday episode of Who Weekly. We're going to celebrate since it's, since Christmas was, sorry, since Thanksgiving. <laughs> Not get ahead of myself. Thanksgiving was yesterday. Great. How was your Thanksgiving, Lindsay? I don't know. I haven't had it yet. No, but, you know, pretend that it happened. It was great. Think, I loved like, it. Knowing the precedent of family Thanksgivings, how was this? How one? did your cake cur- turn out? It was amazing. It was the yeah. best cake I've ever made. Everyone loved it. Everyone complimented me the entire time. They were like, Bobby, this looks like a professional cake that you got at, right. I don't know, Mimi's perhaps, or that you cooked for Great like British no Bake Off. Like no one even, just everyone just only talked about the cake the entire That's time. It. They're like, That's stop it. with the cake. It's enough already. I was complimented for, I mean, the entire afternoon, the entire evening I was there. It was wonderful. Amazing. I also made a delicious, like, cornbread dressing. Very Southern. Amazing. I made a wow, savory wow, dinner roll wow, from wow. a recipe from Food 52. It was great. Wow. I haven't made any of these things yet, but they will be they will be made by the time it's Thanksgiving, which is tomorrow. But incredible. To you, incredible yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was yesterday. Thankfully... Well, I'm just saying thankfully for Thanksgiving because the holiday season technically starts like the minute after Halloween ends. All of the movies, all of the Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix (laughs) movies start rolling out. Whether you Mm -hmm. want, whether it's Christmas or not, the movies are rolling out. But it's the, it's the, it's the old standbys. It's the real, it's the, the, the studio features and the made for TV spectaculars. You know, it's, it's everything. I mean, why even bother going to the movie theater this holiday season when there are thousands of Christmas movies that are just recycled plots that are already tried and true at your fingertips? I don't want to... I know we're going to be talking about Christmas movies for the next half hour or more, but before we get into that, I'm glad that you put this... I'm glad that you put this section in, and and I think we should discuss it first, just because let's get the non-Christmas stuff out of the way. The, The movies that are going to be out around Christmas time, like when a lot of us are going to be home or with our insane. family. I don't know. Every year when my parents cook, my brother and sister and brother-in-law and I, we go to a movie during the afternoon on Christmas. And um, it's always sort of a mess deciding what we all want to see. Last year, I think it was, oh God, oh God, last year we saw all the money in the world and no. everyone hated it. What about So what you're movie? saying this year is you're seeing Welcome to Marwin. <laughs> I well that's there's always the category of movie that's like it's it's strategically released on Christmas to be like take the family it's gonna like everyone will love this and so this year it's welcome to Marwin and Mary which Poppins. is insane I think somebody we know kept calling it the Steve Carell Barbie movie like it's they're like Steve Carell and with a bunch of Barbies like that is what this movie is I refuse to explain it but then there's also um if I had to choose which movie I'd be seeing around Christmas time it would be probably Mary Poppins but I think if I could convince people to see it with me it would definitely be Second Act starring Jennifer Lopez and Vanessa Hudgens (laughs) let's 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 put a button in that there's no there's no there's nothing that's like very Christmassy well Destroyer is a dark reimagining of the Santa Claus myth. So I, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, you will say that. What do you want to start with? I mean, I just want to dive into it. We're here to talk about the shitty movies 
that come out on Hallmark, Lifetime, and Netflix. And honestly, it's crazy to me that there's enough to provide us with like an entire episode, which there is because there are literally thousands <laughs> of these movies that are out. Brand new movies starring they just, everyone under the sun. Uh, not everyone. It's, it's starring a very specific group of people under the sun, but they've <sighs> like gotten too much sun because they've gone completely insane. I'm just saying, like, I feel like this is the kind of person who's starring in these movies is it's such a treat for them. Like, it's like they're getting a starring role in, like, a very easy project. Yeah. And I think another thing that is appealing to actors as someone who's not an actor, but it feels like they can understand the psyche of an actor Uh is that they are getting huge ratings. So, like, yes, they're they're doing this um, in a vacuum. Like, it doesn't matter how how they are received. It doesn't matter if people make fun of them. It doesn't matter if they get terrible reviews. Hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people are watching every single one of these movies all the time from the time. October to New all Year's. And, and I mean, so it's like Candace you... Cambrai is like, yeah, guess what? Like, no, uh, everyone's making fun of my movie on Buzzfeed.com, but 1 million mothers watched this. 1 million week. mothers. That sounds, you know? like, that sounds like a protest. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, one one million people. <laughs> one million mothers for a one Christmas million people watch this while drinking like hot chocolate spiked with peppermint schnapps on Saturday night. So no, I, there true. must be something very fulfilling about this. It's true, and the voices that are saying we loved this with our family, it was everything we wanted, are way louder than the ones that are being like, "What is this dumbass movie?" Which is what <laughs> we're about to do. What's this dumbass movie about Jean Smart telling Candace Cameron Burr to put on shoes but that will take her I... back in time? love about these movies is that they are nonsense they are like it's like a quilt put together with pieces from other movies with things that have worked in the past um hoping that they will work again but missing a lot of the the smaller details because why do i need to bother with the smaller details you know like this Mm -hmm. is it's almost like a it's a period piece and the period is rom-com you know like holiday Mm -hmm. rom-com and it it really does show you how good the good rom-coms are when compared to these kind of like washed out rom-coms which are also kind of good but missing but like they they elevate the love actuallys of our world which everyone like is mad about sometimes i know you love it but like people say it's bad but compared to uh a christmas prince a royal wedding it's fucking good fellas you know and i think and i think also they just satisfy our desire for seasonal content like we Mm -hmm. we like content that we watch once a year like that's whether it's halloween whether it's christmas whether it's just like the beginning of summer it doesn't matter like we we like seasonal content and hallmark lifetime netflix and everyone else well those are the big three i guess netflix only recently understand that yes um they're plug and playing us right now which i appreciate because give me Give me that plug and play. You and know? it doesn't matter that they that they release the same movie essentially over and over and over again because they just keep changing the cast and that's good enough. It's like, oh, Tamia Mar- Maori's doing it. Tia Maori is doing it this time. Like, we'll go through it, but it's like, it's amazing the like actors that they find. It's like, oh, the love interest from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is back and he's playing opposite Cat Graham or, <laughs> you know, like he's not like it's someone else. But you know what I mean? It's like we got yes. we got Kelly Pickler and the guy from that band that had one song. Like it's it's a perfect the whoever's casting these is finding these, you know, Chad Michael Murray's of the world that are somewhat beloved by niche communities. <laughs> mm hmm. 
you know? And God bless Lacey Chabert. Oh my God, God bless her. The hardest work, no, the hardest working woman is Lori Loughlin, but that's all other story. <laughs> well, she's the hardest, I mean, she's the hardest working woman on the planet, I would on the say, planet. Lacey on Chabert. On the planet. No Lori, one works harder than Lacey Candace, Chabert. Candace, and Lacey are putting in the work this season. It's funny also imagining when they filmed all of these, because you have to imagine they filmed all these in the dead of summer, right? Like, Oh, easily. There's Having to one pretend soundstage. that you're cold when you're hot is like the peak of acting. You know, that this, it doesn't like, get harder than that. Whatever company's making the fake snow is like fucking gangbusters. They're like getting calls left and right. Like, whoa, we'll be right there, you know, like with their snow making machine. They're like, whatever, however they're they like chief operating officer, chief sale yeah. are off whatever i don't know head of sales hangs up the phone and the moment he hangs up the phone he's like we got lifetime <laughs> and they're all like yes and it's like all of them are getting bonuses because they already had the hallmark contract but now they have the lifetime contract they're trying really hard to get the netflix contract but they're competing that's, with another company it's like that's a monopoly right there also Lindsay, this is one this is a hallmark christmas movie about a fake snow company Oh God! I knew there's we were a write man. Oh my God! We there's a man, and it's and it's this. played by the vet on Schitt's Creek. The vet uh-huh. from Schitt's Creek is playing uh-huh. a man who runs a fake snow company in New Mexico, and he's never actually seen snow in Arizona. <gasps> Wait, then what happens? One year it mysteriously snows. Then one year, no. And he's out then of business. Year, but no, no. One year it snows. Like it, like it's. There's a crazy weather pattern, and it snows. It does snow in New Mexico. Sometimes, and he doesn't FYI, need. But whatever. And he loses his like revenue goal for the year, and, right, he, has, and but, he goes out of business. But he sees snow, so he's like, it's like a, he's torn. Oh, you know what it is? He falls in love with someone who lives in what? a snowy area no. what if and it's he has a weather to move woman? there and he's like and he's like and he's like what am i a weather woman who lives in <laughs> minneapolis and he's like and he's like how can i move to minneapolis my business is fake snow they don't need fake snow in minneapolis right 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 um but then what happens well they fall in love and she's like my business is weather and he's like my business is weather but you know it's like gonna always clash they'll never be able to live in the same place Oh my god, we need to mention global warming. No, you can't do that on home. I love that we're like a weather woman couldn't live somewhere there's no snow. I mean, I'm No, but they're like... both they're both very established in their careers. Okay, I hate this. We have to move on. We're Wait, but how start... does it end? When when there's that much when he has to when he let's say he moves to Minneapolis. Let's say that's how it ends. But he has to decide on a new career. And what is a person whose career is making fake snow do when there's real snow? What's the fake thing that he sells? Could he do the opposite? What's the opposite? Maybe it's like the catch is like he invents something else via like the snow maker or something. So it's like then he like has like a new product to sell that the people of Minneapolis Paper shredders. I don't know. Or maybe she like realizes that her like it's not snow that she's passionate about. It's um, something else. So she's like, oh, I can move from Minnesota. Okay. We'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. Um. Hopefully we're you'll see this story on Hallmark this. by next December. We're going to turn um, it around. We're going to turn it around. Wait, so let's get started before we get into, we have two games. Oh my God. We're it's called like, Let It Snow? Question mark. Let It Snow? Let It Snow? How about it's Let It Snow? Let It Snow? Let It Snow? The third one is a question mark? Let Fake Snow. No, that's terrible. Okay, so are we playing the game now, or are we talking about Princess? No, we're just going to start right with the movie that everybody's talking about. It's the Nutcracker. Christmas is a magical time of year. I just wish I had someone to spend it with. Christmas wishes have been known to come true. 
Oh, I am so sorry. No problem. Who are you? Lady Margaret Delacourt, Duchess Montanaro, Stacey Genovo. I think we were destined to run into each other. Princess Switch, you watched it. I watched it. I watched it this morning. I watched it, you know, I finished it an hour ago. And I watched it yesterday. And let me tell you, there's a lot going on in the in the Princess Switch. There's a lot of questions unanswered. Um, but I feel like after I thought about them, like I was like, why wouldn't they answer this question? I was like, why would they answer that question? <laughs> <laughs> so the premise is that Vanessa Hudgens is a baker who gets invited to bake <laughs> something at this contest that in she's always Belgravia, to... <laughs> which is <laughs> somewhere. And she goes to... <laughs> Wait, no, we have to, I, we have to introduce this. Then we have to introduce this a little better. So it opens, I mean, talk about efficiency. This movie speeds through exposition like it's being chased with a fucking chainsaw. So know, it's like, it's true. It's true. It's, pages it's, of dialogue cut from this movie to get us to Belgravia by page five of this script. She's in a bakery that's allegedly in Chicago. Come to find out this entire movie was shot in Romania, even the scenes in Chicago. The only reason we know it's Chicago is because there are a few like establishing shots like that they There's got like off, a hot you know, dog. Getty, yeah. Getty, Getty stock video. And it's like, Vanessa Hudgens wearing a Chicago baseball cap. And no, but it's not a Chicago baseball a, cap. It's just a baseball cap that says Chicago. You're making, Chicago people yeah. are going to think it's like Chicago. The, like, the Bulls or the Cubs. No, no it's, it's just a Chicago. hat that says Chicago in script. Like she got it at a souvenir store. So she is setting up her bakery and then she has this best friend, um, this like hunky best friend who has a daughter and... And he's like, surprise, I entered you into this contest in Bulgravia that you love, and you won. And she's like, wow, that's great, but we have to work the holidays. And it's like, why wouldn't you immediately take, like, this is your dream and you're not just going to do it? And he's like, come on, go to Bulgravia. Then she But also like, I understand I gotta that. Take- no, but this is one of the issues where it's like, she's right. Like, it's the holidays and they have a bakery. Like, it's really bad for business for them just to go out of town. During the oh, holidays? Come on. She would make the money back. She'd make the money back for Where? the Where? At the contest? It's like putting your show on, on diners, drive-ins, and dives. You'll make it back in the long run. So she this goes outside. Business. She goes outside to run one errand, and she runs into an ex who now has a new girlfriend. And then she, they're like, "What are you up to, you pathetic like idiot?" And she's like, "Well, actually, I'm going to Bulgravia to compete in a baking contest." No, but and you missed the part where tense, the where the friend is like, "It's been tough since your breakup," and she's like, "Yeah, it's been tough since my breakup. We were together for a long time." Like, and then she runs into him like a minute later. She says, she, she's like, I'm going to a baking contest in Bulgravia. And then it immediately cuts to a plane taking off. And then you hear, wait, I wrote it down. You hear her voice. Welcome go, to Bulgravia. You hear, go, you hear her voice coming, like it. the plane is lifting off. And you hear Vanessa Hudgens' voice go, guess we're going to Bulgravia. I guess we're going to Bulgravia. <laughs> They arrive in Belgravia instantly. No jet lag. They're in a house covered in shiplap. We don't and know where Belgravia is. No, so there's no. It could be. It could be like a small town in like New Jersey. Like in... they could have. <laughs> it, it could definitely be in Nova Scotia. It could be in North America. We don't. Like we know, know there is a prince, but that doesn't like mean anything because like anything. Because, you know. As Lindsay said, there are no rules. Yeah. There are no rules in there these no universes. Rules. Yeah. Um. Then she finds out that they're doing this contest in the middle in Bulgravia in the while the prince of Bulgravia is um uh going to the the prince is engaged to some duchess from another fake country that's called like Mon, San Mon don't, Martino Don't please don't make up names because then we're going to get people calling just say anything fake don't. name she's from another fake country 
And they're like, oh, she's going to be here. And then it turns out she looks just like it. But the reason no one knows what she looks like is because she hates photographs of herself. Okay, that's my favorite part where there's, it's not explained. There's no reason. It's literally ridiculous. But they just say like, oh, she doesn't like to get her photo taken. So like, we don't have any photos of her ever to (laughs) know that she looks like Vanessa Hudgens. And so they run into each other. I don't even remember how. And they realize they look alike. The whole the whole time I was anticipating this movie, I thought you were going to find out they were long lost twins. That makes sense because they're identical. But well, the movie's the explanation, person, yeah. The movie's explanation is that they're related. Do you think we could be related somehow? Well, three generations ago, your great grandmother's cousin Cecil fled the country after a dalliance with a vulgar American divorcee. It was rumored that Cecil settled in the United States. His daughter married a man named D'Onofrio, but the family's lost touch. And D'Onofrio, D'Novo, could be. They don't think this is that strange. And this is the thing about, this is the problem with every movie like this. No one who encounters the two twins thinks it's all that weird. But this takes it to another level because okay, they like, except for the guy no... that falls off the, the balcony. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then he falls. The one Home Alone slapstick moment <laughs> where like he definitely should have died. He definitely should have died after falling okay. off that balcony. So they run into each other and they're like, whoa. And like this realization, I swear to God, takes like two minutes. And they're like, okay with it. Oh my God, 30 seconds. Like literally we're twins. Vanessa Hudgens does some amazing acting with herself, which is like one of my favorite things <laughs> is this movie. This movie features, it's usually it's like you don't want a ton of them like interacting with each other. But this movie's like, fuck it. We're here and we're ready. And like Vanessa Hudgens is constantly talking to herself. There's an entire montage of Vanessa Hudgens telling teaching herself how to walk. Did you see that? It was like oh, literally a I very long montage of Vanessa Hudgens being like, Vanessa Hudgens, you got to do this. And then Vanessa Hudgens being like, Vanessa Hudgens, you got to do this. And then when they switch places, you're but like... the reason... This is the problem. The, the stakes are so low in this movie. The reason they decide to switch places is because Princess Vanessa wants to see what it's like to live life as a normal person. Right. And... Um, Common or Chicagoan Vanessa wants to give her goddaughter, who's her best friend's daughter, the chance to perform ballet in Bulgravia. Belgravia. Because it's Princess really Vanessa's like, I can get her into the thing. But also, like, one of them is type A and one of them is more chill. And, like, pr- like type A Vanessa's like, I want to, like, experience, like, what it's like to be, like, chill, like, taken care of or whatever. And then, yeah. obviously, of course, they have, like, you know, their B-plot characters who are, like, the nanny or something who's, like, she's in on it. She knows it. So she's, like, helping them. The th- Anyways, this the movie. The thing about Princess Switch is that, weirdly, I didn't... I didn't know how it was going to end until Bobby kept and Lizzie was like through. He was like, how is this going to end? I was like, literally, it's like A plus B. It's like, I don't understand how you are confused. Because it's I not was over, I was overthinking it. I was expecting it to maybe either be too easy or not easy enough. But it has a full on. I mean, it has the full on switch that I truly wasn't expecting. I was not expecting it to end the way it did. I wasn't. I know that's crazy, but I, I wasn't. It makes no sense the way but it ends. Here's also. what's weird. Okay, so Princess Vanessa is being set up on this this marriage thing with this with this prince. She doesn't like him. He's kind of stuffy, drippy, dull. Right, he's kind of stuffy. He's the guy from Nashville. He's kind of stuffy, whatever. So she doesn't really know him, and he doesn't really know her. So that makes sense. A new girl to come in and for them to fall in love is not weird because the first girl didn't really know him that well. So it's not like that mean of a switch. But what's even what's to me is weirder is regular Vanessa has this like long relationship and friendship with this guy who 
like he kind of has had a crush on her for a long time, but there are not sparks. But she doesn't reciprocate. New Vanessa comes in and is like hubba hubba, but he <laughs> has feelings for the old Vanessa. So when he's revealed of the switch, he's like not mad, but it's also kind of like very rude because he had feelings for the old Vanessa. Yeah, that's see, that's the thing about the movie that sort of threw me for a loop because I was like, this guy complicates everything because he clearly is crushing on Chicago and Vanessa. But then Chicago right. and Vanessa is like, I don't give a shit about you. I want the prince. So then at the end, when they like reveal everything at the like baking contest, again, I still don't know why we're like having a baking contest. But, like, that's fine. The We reveal everything and the prince is like, awesome. Like, I don't care. Like, give me the normal Vanessa. Apparently there are no rules. There's no like diplomacy. I thought there'd be like diplomacy. Like, oh, I have to marry this no. princess because of like this reason. But like, there's none of that. He's just like, sure, I'll marry like this one. And and Lisa's what this movie does, which I thought was very like feminist was he's like I'll marry you in a year like if you still want to marry me in a year I'll marry oh, you in yeah, a year oh yeah 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 I like that and line. I was I like, like wow that. feminism Stacey DeNova if you're still in love with me a year from today will you marry me next Christmas <laughs> of course I'll marry you yeah yeah but then I and then they cut to a year later, and at and their wedding, the other Vanessa is not married yet. So it's like they are giving it time for them to date. Like, it's not this immediate, Yeah, we're, I guess we're stuck together, because other Vanessa is now with the prince. <laughs> this movie. Um, what were the other things about this movie that, uh, that uh, we, killed me? The, the I, lack of stakes really is, is what ruined me most, because it was like... Well, there would there there is no downside to this scheme being revealed at any point in this. Well, there's a guy that's ordeal. kind of chasing after them who like tries to reveal, but then his he gets so but immediately like, thwarted that it's like irrelevant. But even if he did find them out, that wouldn't have mattered. I know who cares? it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. But the other thing that killed me was something that Netflix put in there that was supposed to kill me, which I now feel very manipulated by, which is. <sighs> Uh, regular or no princess Vanessa as who's pretending to be regular Vanessa right, right, right. is on the couch with the normal guy and he's like want to watch Netflix <laughs> want to watch a Christmas movie sure which one the one with Santa and then he's like your favorite movie and it's a Christmas princess or whatever Prince, the movie Christmas from Prince, I think it's the, the one Christmas from Prince. last year the movie that everybody's talking about last year so they're like meta watching the other movie and he's like you love this one and she's like I do and, and she then, like, sobs at the end of it. crying I mean I just what does he say he's like nothing like a happy ending to make you cry they have like no you said this best like no one no in this chemistry. movie has any chemistry. Even Vanessa with herself has no chemistry. <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing sexy or romantic about this movie at all. But it's no. weirdly, it's I guess it's watchable. It didn't bug me. I wasn't like, oh, what a waste of time. You know? I mean, I just felt like it was too long, even though I, I was like r- like making fun it of it for been speeding through. Long. It could have been a lot shorter. I and mean, I, we could have found a better way to get her to Belgravia or whatever. Also, it could have been like, it could have been set in like New Jersey or something like it just the mm-hmm. same, you know, the Prince thing is kind of irrelevant. Could have just been a guy. Every, and granted I haven't seen too many of them. These sort of made for TV holiday movies. They're not, they're perfectly fine to watch because you forget about them so quickly. You're never mad about watching them. And I guess that must, 
that must require some level of skill. And I don't know where that skill lies. And I don't know what that In skill looks like. In terms of putting like. them together, how to like make a movie yeah. that's not like annoyingly offensive, but not they're good. D- and, I, and, I, and I think the mood, the, the time of year, like it's, it's a time where you're more forgiving and it's time you're trying really hard to be happy. <laughs> so you give it a shot. But it's like, yeah. It, it, holidays are the best time to watch made for TV movies because you're not going to be like in a sassy bitchy mood like I was when I watched what was it Autumn in the Vineyard that was a nightmare that was a terrible movie but also I will say there was something very charming watching Vanessa Hudgens do a playing a girl who is doing a fake American accent who's British when American so Vanessa Hudgens was doing was playing a girl with a British accent who was doing an American accent Mm-hmm. So she was mm-hmm. just playing like, herself, but it was like it was like there was Suki levels. Waterhouse and Jonathan having to pretend to be American. She studied oh Suki Waterhouse's performance. Don't even get us started on Jonathan. If you notice, I did not put the Jonathan review in the last one because it was weird. But also Jonathan, wow, that was quite oh, the you, movie. You didn't put it in. That's smart. Well, what was better, That's the smart. Christmas Switch starring Vanessa Hudgens and Vanessa Hudgens, or Jonathan starring Ansel Elgort and Ansel Elgort? I'm just glad that all the hooligans are watching Christmas Switch or Princess Switch because... Whatever it is. It's fun. (laughs) Lindsay, do you know what I got Josh's mom for Christmas? She doesn't listen to the podcast, so this isn't a spoiler for her. What did you get Josh's mom for Christmas? I got her a turquoise necklace from Rebe. Oh, I think it's the same one that I have. The little circle one with the little piece of turquoise on the bottom? It's very nice. Josh's mom loves turquoise. That's like one of the things that I know about her. So it's like, get her a turquoise anything and she'll be happy. But... I think she'll be even more happy with this one because it's like really nice. I know. And not only does Rebe make designer jewelry with real gemstones, but without traditional markups, they're also Who Weekly fans, which is like the two things I need in this world, beautiful jewelry and my fans. <laughs> they personally travel to the gemstone mines and pearl farms to make direct relationships with the miners and pearl farmers. Who knew there were pearl farmers? Honestly, I didn't know until I read this ad copy. So you could be confident in the quality, fair price, and ethical craftsmanship of each Rebe piece, which is nice. And they've got everything from modern, delicate designs for everyday accessorizing, like the beautiful turquoise circle necklace I'm wearing, and bold jewels for like when you want to dress up and like be your very best them. I have these beautiful earrings in that are like eyes, like these really cool, big, bright eyes with like a diamond in the middle. They're amazing. Um, They use turquoise, pearls, lapis, and other natural gems. Uh, Their jewelry is beautiful. Beautiful and direct-to-consumer prices. And right now, hooligans, just for you guys, get 20% off with the code WHOWEEKLY. Just go to That's Re- huge. That's a big discount. Just go to rebenewyork.com slash who and use the code WHOWEEKLY at checkout. That's rebe, R-E-B-E, newyork.com slash who, and you can use the code WHOWEEKLY for 20% off. So it's like you're thinking about gifts, what to get. Here you go. This is it. Or get it for yourself. <laughs> Honestly, I know it's, it's a true. Steal. I honestly would just rather buy it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that always works. Let's play games. Yeah, we are playing games now. So we have two games. One is called the Hallmark game. One is called the Lifetime game. There are Hallmark Christmas movies. There's Lifetime Christmas movies. Bobby They're the and same I are, game. They're different networks. Bobby and I are going to each take one and we're going to read each other some beautiful synopses of these Christmas movies. And then we're going to have uh, the other person guess the title of the movie. Should I start? I, I gave you multiple choices. Did you give me multiple choices? Yeah, of course. Okay, great, great, great. Okay. So you start. I took you got Hallmark. Hallmark. I took Hallmark. Yeah. Hallmark has just an incredible 
um, variety of films with actors such as Jessica Lowndes from 90210, Lacey Chabert. We've got Lori Loughlin. We've got, uh, who else? Uh, Merritt Patterson. Don't know who that is. Candace Cameron Bure, classic. Mm. Gene Smart. Lindsay Wagner. Leanne Rimes. Tia Mowry. Uh, who else? Chad Michael Murray. Kelly Pickler. God, it's like... It's just like a who's who of, of holiday who's. Anyways. Amazing. All right. So I'm going to read you the description of this movie, and then um, I'll give you multiple choice of what it could be called. Okay. Okay. As Christmas approaches, Elizabeth Bennett, a New York event planner, is sent to a quaint small town to organize their holiday festival. When she arrives, she finds William Darcy. Did they not just not want to change the names? Couldn't they call him like some sort? Okay, whatever. She finds William Darcy, a high-profile billionaire lacking in holiday spirit, in the process of selling this charming estate she hoped to use as a venue. Oh, no. Determined to make her event a success, Elizabeth persuades the reluctant Darcy to let her hold the festival on the historic estate once known for its holiday cheer. That's the plot. That's the plot. Okay? That's starring Jessica Lowndes of 90210 fame, as I said, and Michael Raddy, who was once once the love interest in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. That's right. He played the Greek guy. Kostas. Yes. Kostas. It's Um, Kostas. I I don't don't mean to cheat, but this is the one that I knew about. Okay, but can I just give you the multiple choice? Please. (laughs) So people can play along? Yes. Is this movie called A Jane Austen Christmas? Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Come on, Mr. Darcy, it's Christmas. Or it's a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a good Christmas. Oh, my. A Jane Austen Christmas. No. I thought you Wait, knew. I thought it was Pride and Prejudice and Christmas, but you no, didn't say sh- that. Sh- that's another movie. Oh, well, then what this the hell is, is this? This one is called Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. Yes, there are two... There are two Pride and Prejudice Christmases. Are you ready? This is the second one. Okay. I'm ready. Darcy, played by Lacey Chabert, has always worked hard. Notice the gender swap. Has always worked hard to prove herself and be successful on her own terms, even choosing to start her own company rather than work for her father. Returning to her hometown for Christmas, Darcy reconnects with an old rival, restaurant owner Luke. No one's trying. The iconic Luke. Luke. And they are forced to plan a charity event together. Is this movie called Pride and Pride, Prejudice and Santa Claus, Pride, Prejudice and Presents, Pride, Prejudice and Mistletoe, or Pride, Prejudice and Pumpkin Pie? Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. That's correct. That okay, yeah, correct. that's the one that I knew. That's the one that I knew. Um, this movie stars Lacey Chabert, as <laughs> Luke, I said, I and Brendan Penny, whose other recent credits include Hallmark Channel original movies, Autumn in the Vineyard, Summer in the Vineyard, mm-hmm. and A Dash been of there. Love. <laughs> been there, been there, been there. Okay, next movie. Samantha Murphy's beloved grandmother plots from beyond the grave to bring the family together for one more hometown Christmas, during which everyone is reminded of the importance of family, love, and second chances. Is this movie called Reunited at Christmas, Brought Back from the Dead for Christmas, A Very Spooky Christmas, or Boo, A Christmas Tale? (laughs) Reunited for Christmas. That's correct. (laughs) You didn't think it was Boo, A Christmas Tale? No, Lindsay, I didn't think it was Boo, A Christmas Tale. Okay, next movie. Joy Holbrook is an intuitive market researcher. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just, I hate when they're like, their job is, 
Joy is an intuitive market researcher in D.C. who has captured (laughs) the attention of the account CEO and is about to get a sweet promotion just in time for the holidays. She receives an urgent phone call from home and she rushes back to Crystal Falls, North Carolina to help her aunt recover from surgery and is reunited with her former crush, Ben. To keep her aunt focused on healing, Joy volunteers to take Ruby's place with the town's legendary baking competition. (laughs) Oh my God. Much to the amusement of Ben, who knows Joy has absolutely no idea of the Herculean task before her. Though Joy initially refuses Ben's attempts to quote quote Captain, she begins to soften and let him in, all remembering where there's truly no place like home. Okay, my God. Is this movie called A CEO for Christmas? (laughs) Christmas Cookies, Christmas Joy, or Heal Me on Christmas? These are all terrible. Wait, what was the first one? I feel like it's the first one. Okay, just remember her name is Joy. Okay. So so is it called A CEO for Christmas, Christmas Cookies, Christmas Joy, Heal Me on Christmas? Christmas Joy. That is correct, because her name Jesus. is Joy, and this movie has no other traits. Okay, here's my one of my favorites. Katie, a former professional ice skater, is hired oh by God. the king. <laughs> the, the king of what? Is hired by the king of... <laughs> <laughs> the king of what? Is hired by the king of San Sonoma. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. Okay. The king of San Sonoma. <laughs> Holy shit. San Sonoma's, I guess, a place. Alexander. To help his daughter in a Christmas ice skating performance. I'm just crying now. My God. As Katie spends time in the castle with her king, the king, she and Alex begin to develop feelings for each other and ultimately fall in love. But will the tradition loving people (laughs) (laughs) of San Sonoma (laughs) happen? I'm actually sobbing. Of San Sonoma allow their king to make a foreigner their queen? Oh my fucking God. God. Is this movie called Will you marry me? Christmas at the palace. Christmas in San Sanova. Or married for Christmas. Christmas in San Sonoma. No, it's called Christmas at the palace. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't handle San, San Sanova. Oh my God. I was like really crying. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Okay. We're getting there. Here's the next one. Okay. As Christmas approaches, Noel is at a crossroads in her life when it seems that love, a connection with her father, and her dream career are out of reach. When she stays late at the job in her department store on a snowy Christmas Eve, she accidentally gets locked out after closing. Locked in. After oh, closing. I know this one. She isn't going. too concerned about the prospect of spending the night in the store until a quirky woman appears out of nowhere in the shoe department and tells Noelle that she's her guardian angel. Soon, Noelle finds herself revisiting Christmas's past, present, and future, and she must work with her new neighbor, a handsome Christmas-loving firefighter, to plan the <laughs> annual Christmas charity gala. Oh, my God. Will visiting the holidays of yesterday and tomorrow help Noelle take new chances and discover the true spirit of Christmas? And in realizing that the only thing standing in her way of leading a fulfilling life is herself, will the love that she has longed for all her life be the surprise gift of all? Starring Candace Cameron Bure, Luke McFarland, and that's right, Jean Smart. Is this movie called A Girl's Right to Shoes on Christmas? Stuck in a department store on Christmas? A Shoe Addict's Christmas? Or Shopping for Christmas? A shoe addict's Christmas. That is, <laughs> that is Jesus. 
God, that is going to be a good one. I got to watch that one. Okay. She puts on different shoes and then she goes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done. Um, I'll just do this. I'll just do two more. Um, okay. So this one is uh, the name of the movie. So this is where the name of the movie goes. The name of the movie is a new networking app designed to pair busy professionals together for upcoming events without long-term romance. Molly, a founder of the app, is determined to prove to her family that it is a success. Therefore, she joins the app, meets another busy professional, Jeff. When Molly and Jeff are matched, they are both horrified to realize they've already had not one, but two disastrous previous encounters. Nevertheless, they agree to stay matched for their respective upcoming holiday engagements. As the pair gets closer, perhaps in their business arrangement might turn into something more this holiday season. Is this movie called The Mingle Book? Mingle All the Way? Okay Santa? Or Grinder? Okay Santa. No, it's called Mingle All the Way. <laughs> oh my god. Mingle <laughs> Uh, you thought I got you with that one. Mingle all the way is good. Mingle all the way. Um, okay. Um, there's a movie that's called, I don't want to read it because it's kind of a boring synopsis, but it's called It's Christmas Eve because her name is Eve. It's Christmas, comma, Eve. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. Eve. It's That stars Leanne Rimes, but it's like kind of a boring. It's like. I like that. Car- I like that name. Yeah. I like that name. Um. Okay, uh, and here's the last one. Um, with Christmas just a few weeks away, the architecture firm Taylor works for enters her in a contest which has the teams designing and building life-size gingerbread houses. That's insanely stupid. After the contest, Taylor will likely get a promotion. <laughs> Why are all these women trying to get these promotions? <laughs> okay, here's the deal with making these movies. You gotta have a woman, she's gotta get a promotion. <laughs> Oh, my God. The firm teams her up with Annabelle, a renowned French pastry chef with whom Taylor instantly locks horns. When Annabelle backs out, Taylor stumbles into a local bakery and meets Adam, a baker and a single dad. In an act of desperation, Taylor convinces Adam to partner with her for the contest, arguing that winning would give the baker... uh, Who cares? For years, Taylor has been resistant to call anywhere home for fear it would be temporary. But this time, the time she spends with Adam and his daughter, Brooke, in their cozy home, decorating for Christmas, exploring Philadelphia... (laughs) fills her with a longing for a place to call home. Is this movie called A Gingerbread Romance, Christmas Construction, Deck the Gingerbread Halls, or Finding a Ginger Boo for Christmas? A Gingerbread Romance. Yes, that is what it's called. That's the wow, Tia Maori. That's a Tia Maori um, movie. And then yeah, yeah. that's the end of my game. You did pretty well. The movies that we didn't, that I didn't cover are Road to Christmas starring Chad Michael Murray, Christmas at Graceland with Kelly Pickler and Wes Brown, A Majestic, a majestic Christmas starring Jerrica Hinton and Chris, Kristen Vincent, Home mm-hmm. Go- and Homegrown Christmas with Lori Loughlin and Victor Webster. Guess what that's Lori great. plays? You're right. A CEO who steps down. <laughs> It's like one Um, CEO after another in these movies. Okay, hooligans. The holidays are right around the corner. We know this because you're listening to this episode. And that means your social calendar is about to be double booked because you're going to be watching Hallmark movies with everyone until New Year's. It also means cold and flu season is upon us. Oh, God. And holiday cheer isn't the only thing that will be spreading this month. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Germs. Like not diseases? Like germs. Like the bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, Like holiday cheer is spreading the good kind, like 
trying to make people watch Candace Cameron Bure in another holiday movie, but the bad kind is germs. That's why we always keep plenty of Purell products nearby. I'm a hypochondriac, of course I do. And there are new Purell singles, they're hand sanitizer packets, and they're the perfect way to keep germs from ruining your holiday season. These new single-use packets are super portable, super convenient, and they kill more than 99.99% of most common germs that can make you sick. Purell is a brand that hospitals trust most to keep patients safe from infection, and the same germ-fighting formula that doctors use goes into every Purell singles pack. Grab a handful to keep in the car, throw a few in your pocket or your purse for your leave your house to go to your Hallmark Christmas watching movie party, because they're individually sealed and there's no mess, and each packet has the exact amount of sanitizer recommended by the CDC. And who knows more about cold and flu season than the CDC? I can't think of anyone. Lindsay, do you know more nope. than they do? Certainly not. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. The holidays are the best time of the year, and they will be over before you know it. So stock up on Purell Singles hand sanitizer packets on Amazon. So easy. You don't even have to leave the house. Nobody wants to get sick during the holidays. Stay well with America's number one hand sanitizer brand. Here's my game. This is Lifetime. Funny funny enough, Tia Mowry is in one of these, too. So I guess no. she doesn't have an exclusivity deal. Yeah. <laughs> She's um, both. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Soft-spoken Harmony, Kelly Jackal, is used to living in the shadow of her pop star boyfriend, but when he breaks up with her right before the holiday season, she returns to her quaint hometown to discover the heart and music that her big city life has been missing. It also stars Shonda Wilson, Adam Mayfield, Sally Struthers, and is produced by June Street Studios. Okay, go. Is it? Is this movie called A Christmas Song, Christmas Harmony, Christmas Duets, or A Very Sally Struthers Christmas? Christmas Duets. No, it's called Christmas Harmony. Lindsay, her name is Harmony. Oh, fucking hell. I wasn't paying okay. attention. <laughs> inspired by the Charles Dickens classic, A Christmas T- a Christmas Carol. <laughs> I love how the... Inspired by a piece of IP that's in the public domain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. There's two different movies that are Pride and Prejudice themes. <laughs> Shrewd money manager Alexis Taylor, oh, Tony fuck. Braxton. Gets no! A- Wait, excuse me? Tony Braxton plays a shrewd money manager? Sign me up. (laughs) Yes. Gets the holiday visit of a lifetime. A self-proclaimed workaholic who humbugs love. Alexis ends up embracing the spirit of Christmas when her past, present, and future collide, forcing her to risk the one thing money can't buy, her heart. Is this movie called Every Day is Christmas, All My Christmases, Forever Christmases, or Unbreak My Christmas? (laughs) Forever Christmases? No, every day is Christmas. Um, no. A terrible name. A terrible name. That's terrible. Unbreak Here we my go. Christmas. <laughs> Here we go. As he a wasn't kid, Christmas enough for me? Okay, go ahead. So, as a kid, Darcy, Caitlin Thompson. No, no not another Darcy. Her, Darcy had no control over her family's holidays and thus has grown up to be a Christmas control freak. So much so that she loses sight of what the holidays actually mean. Suddenly, she finds herself magically transported into, into her idea of the perfect Christmas village and learns that perfection isn't all it's cracked up to be. Is this movie called A Spontaneous Christmas? A Control Freak's Christmas? Christmas Perfection? Or This Freak Needs to Chill? It's fucking Christmas. Christmas Perfection. Yes, that's correct. Who's in that? Caitlin Thompson and TBD. I don't know. <laughs> um, here we go. It's just weeks before Christmas when Ellie, played by Bethany Joy Lenz, gets a call to return home to help her father, John Schneider, oh my god, TV movie icon, on the family's <laughs> poinsettia farm. No! They don't have that. <laughs> Family's poinsettia farm. I always pronounce it poinsetta, but I guess you don't. You make the I poinsettia I farm. I won't even know. The, f- 
The family business is on the line to deliver tens of thousands of plants for the town's annual parade. The problem is, Lindsay, this problem will knock you off your feet. The problem is, the poinsettias have yet to turn red. Wait, what? Is that how they work? Yeah, they, they, they're they green at first, and you have to, like, deny them. There's, like, a process. Like, you, you like, you put them in the this? darkness. No, I've, this is something I knew. This is like, what Christians know. To turn them red, they either need, like, an abundance of light or no light, and they, like, turn red. Um, okay. The problem is the poinsettias have yet to turn red. Oh, as no. As Ellie searches for the solution, she is reminded of where her heart truly lies as she falls in love with both her roots and a <laughs> 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 she Wait. As she falls in love with both her roots and a local botanist. <laughs> Is this movie called Holiday Botany, Poinsettias for Christmas, Greens and Reds, or Why Not Make One About Flowers? <laughs> Wait, she falls in love with her roots and a local botanist. <laughs> gotcha, 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 gotcha. Greens and Reds? No, it's poinsettias for Christmas. That's so stupid. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <sighs> Why not? With the holiday fun? season in full swing, <laughs> Jen Taylor, played by Tia Mowry Hardick, Jen, Jen Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> is about to Just score. Tia wait, Mowry. wait, wait! Is about to score a big promotion at a San Francisco ad agency. <laughs> but her life is unexpectedly turned upside down when she inherits a cozy inn in Alaska from her aunt. <laughs> When she goes to inspect the property and meets handsome town attorney Steve Anderson, she's surprised to find that nothing is what she expected. How are any of these ever surprised to find out that nothing is what they expected? The small town community is full of fun and festive Christmas traditions, and soon Jen starts wondering if the inn might just be the place where she belongs. And if Steve could be the Mr. Right she has been waiting for. I'm sorry, have any of you read a single thing about Alaska? You don't just move to Alaska and expect everything to go well. I just can't deal with these women trying to get promotions and just getting like no one's ever getting a promotion well i don't know she's about to score a big one i don't know um here <laughs> she's we go. not is getting the promotion called, is this movie called the holiday hotel christmas in alaska my holiday inn or a very sister sister christmas and you wish my holiday inn yes that's correct i just like here we go they One. should there should just be a movie called a promotion for christmas <laughs> No, but they always get the promotion. They never, no, they never get it because they're they, like. They always, they're offered it, but they don't accept it. Right. You're okay. right. You're right. 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 They never get it. In the frenzy before Christmas, two single parents, busy working mom, Abby, Vanessa Lachey, and her, and her son, an overwhelmed lawyer, Ryan. What? And wait, and her son and overwhelmed <laughs> lawyer, Ryan, Brandon Zub, and his daughter. <laughs> wait, who? <laughs> Brendan, sorry, Brendan Zub. Brendan Who's Zub. Brendan Zub. I'm never going to Google that. They accidentally mix up their toys at a crowded department store. As a result, both of their Christmases appear to be ruined. Oh no, the bo- the, like the boy got the doll and the girl got the got the football. <laughs> Although the two can't stand each other, the only way to get things back on track is to help each other salvage their holiday. Wait, they plans. can't stand each other Not, since when? <laughs> yeah, well since, you know, since the credits. Not realizing they're falling for each other in the process. What? Is this movie called is this movie called A, Holiday Mix-Up, B, A Two-Parent Christmas, C, A Twist of Christmas, or D, Untitled Gender Traditionalist slash Brandon Zub Vehicle? <laughs> Brandon Zub. 
finally, we found a project worthy of Brandon Zub. Um, <laughs> what? Is it the, a mix-up? A Christmas mix-up? No, it's called A Twist of Christmas. Uh, oh, fucking. Like, they're <laughs> so up. bad at these. <laughs> Next up. Also, the economies in this movie, they all have like jobs that would pay them $1. Listen to this one. When Heather, a local theater director, and Bobby run into each other upon his return home after leaving the leaving na- leaving for the navy years prior <laughs> they quickly realize that their mutual childhood crush might lead to an unexpected romance this is called a lifetime of christmases love for christmas the christmas crush or bobby's back for christmas a christmas crush no it's just called love for christmas how boring that's why i put it in here alice and bennett played by rachel boston Lindsay, is that your cousin along with her <laughs> Along with her daughter, Olivia, and mother, Martha, played by Patricia Richardson, run a bakery in the small mountain town of White Pines, Tennessee. No, it's not my cousin if they're from Tennessee. (laughs) When Matthew Andrew Walker, a charming real estate developer, tries to buy the town for a corporate ski resort, Allison and the townspeople must work together to prevent that from happening. And just when the Bennett ladies seem out of luck, an unexpected visitor with a well-known sweet tooth for cookies and milk comes to the bakery and may in fact be the key to solving everything. Wait, what? Is this movie called A Christmas Resort, A Christmas in the Pines, A Christmas in Tennessee, or A Christmas with the Mom from Home Improvement? (laughs) Isn't she, like, really bad? She's, like, a terrible person, right? I feel like maybe she is, but I always get her confused with the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. One of them is bad. One of them is bad. Oh, it might might be Everyone Loves Raymond. Sorry. Um, These are all terrible names. A Christmas Resort? A Christmas in Tennessee. It should be Next called A one. Christmas Last Resort or something. Like that. No, they're, that's too clever, Lindsay. That's too <laughs> clever. Three more. Mm. I'm so sorry. Turn it off if you don't want to hear this. Um, <laughs> no, don't turn it <clears throat> off. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Every year, Isabel, Tatiana Ali, and her, <gasps> and, her high school, <gasps> and her high school sweetheart, Mike, Cornelius Smith Jr., rocked their small town's annual Christmas Eve pageant with a sweet Christmas duet. But after graduation, Isabel left to study at Juilliard in New York, leaving what? Mike behind. Years later, when Isabel returns to her hometown to write music for the annual Christmas Eve pageant, she is shocked to learn that Mike is, one of the, is the one directing the show. Can <gasps> Isabel and Mike put the past behind them and reunite on stage for another show-stopping duet? So he's mad at her for leaving and, like, pursuing her dream. That's rude. Asshole of him. But he's, like, called? he's obviously he's still there she's like shocked he's still there it's like yeah he's, yeah, still he's there. doing well like also why you, is she coming home to do, do well. the pageant Jeez. song or whatever isn't she busy okay go ahead is this movie called a christmas duet is this movie called bell and the beat or jingle bell or whatever happened to ashley banks <laughs> uh bell and the beat no nope. jingle christmas. bell b-e-l-l-e because her name Stupid. is is a bell so basically these are named for the women's names which yeah, are always yeah. like yeah, joy yeah, yeah. or bell because the men are always named like ted so you can't do anything with that here we go when <laughs> holly's name is fucking darcy or elizabeth bennett like it's <laughs> unbelievable to me how many jane austen would like honestly or, if she okay. wasn't already dead she would or Lindsay. The their names are holly like they are in this one when holly <sighs> megan hilty returns home <laughs> for christmas <laughs> expect <laughs> Returns home for Christmas expecting the same as any other year. She's blindsided to learn her family's department store is on the brink of foreclosure. No! Megan Hilty, it's 2018. Of course it is. To keep the business going, Holly fills in as Santa's helper and meets a surprisingly young and handsome Nick, played by Noah Mills, who has been hired to play Santa at the store this year. Their undeniable chemistry and charisma draw in big crowds until suddenly Nick disappears. As Christmas Day inches closer, Holly scrambles to find Nick with only one clue, his misplaced black boot. Is this movie called Santa's Boots? Holly's Jolly Christmas, Boots for Christmas, or hashtag bring back smash. <laughs> um, it can't be Boots for Christmas. Yeah, no, it's not. 
<laughs> the first one? Santa's boots, yes. And the last one. I'm sorry, hard Megan wor- Hilty like playing and like like lending her talents as an elf is not going to save the business. I don't understand how she. That's <laughs> no, gonna, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know this. This town is Amazon's about to destroy this town. Yeah. Here we go. Um, hardworking bakery owner Kate Holiday, Melissa Joan Hart, has more cookie orders than she has time to fill this holiday season. And when her boyfriend suddenly breaks up with her. <laughs> It just, it, when her boyfriend suddenly breaks up with her, any shred of Christmas joy that she was hanging on to immediately disappears. After Kate hangs the last ornament on the tree and goes to bed, she awakens the next morning to a little bit of Christmas magic. She gets the surprise of her life when Chip, Barry Watson, a handsome soldier who Wait, may or may not be the Nutcracker m- Prince, <laughs> appears <laughs> appears in her living room. Wait, it's Melissa Joan Hart and Barry Watson? I gotta watch yeah. this. And he plays... Competing childhood shows. Competing plays- childhood shows. He plays the Nutcracker Prince. No, he may or may not be the Nutcracker he Prince. He is the... <laughs> but, she ha- but she hangs a Nutcracker ornament on the tree, and then the Nutcracker comes to life, and it's Barry Watson. Is he, like, playing, like, a Nutcracker? Or is he, is he I just, haven't like... seen it. I haven't seen... It hasn't premiered yet. I gotta say, Lifetime is this has movie a called... way better cast list than um, Hallmark. This movie is called... Is this movie called A Very Nutty Christmas? The Holiday Nutcracker... The Nutty Holiday or Chip Cracker of Nuts. <laughs> Nut the Nutcracker Christmas or whatever. It's a very nutty Christmas. A yeah. very nutty Christmas. Mm. I feel like this one. I have to watch this one. I have to watch the Tia Mowry one. I'm definitely watching Barry Watson v Melissa Joan Hart. That is an amazing and he's like a nutcracker. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch the Megan Hilty one too. Oh, You're I gotta not watch watching any of these. I'm watching any of these, no. You're not watching. Um so any that's of them. it. That that was a really fun game. God, that was this wild. This episode I is mean. much longer than I expected it to be. Uh, is it though? Is it though? Um, so with that, we hope you have a wonderful holiday. Travel safely if you are in fact traveling. Um, enjoy all your Thanksgiving leftovers if you are in fact eating some. And um, rate reviews on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our Patreon. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and call six one nine who them. And we will resume calls as you know as usual. We'll return to regularly scheduled programming next week. Um, but that just means we'll have more calls to go through. So that's great. Uh. And we'll see. Happy, happy. It's almost December, right? Oh, not yet. It's fine. I'll chill. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Bye. Can you honestly chill? Shut up. Bye. Shut up. Bye. Oh, buy tickets to our shows. You oh, always buy tickets forget to, our shows. to say that. I know. Bye. Bye. Who would at us? Bye. You will drive us. Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous.